It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insights. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, Headspacers? Good morning. Good morning. Hello, everyone. It is another great day for Headspace with Dr. Mike. I want to give a big shout out to Elevation Global Media Group. Uh, We love you so much, and thank you all for your continuous partnership and support. And uh, for those that are tuning in for our live show on Saturday at 11 a.m., Daylight Savings Time, or Eastern Daylight Time, which we'll talk about this in a few minutes. It's going to be a thing of the past in the near future. But nonetheless, 11 a.m. every Saturday, we broadcast live. And then also those listening in on the podcast, uh, thank you all for your support and encouragement. We love you all. We just appreciate you more than you know. Mama is listening and so is Kevin. Y'all, how you doing, Crystal? What's going on, girl? Crystal. I, actually, I'm tired. I missed my hour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're still trying to catch up with the hour. I'm still trying to catch up. My life is trying to catch up. My my stand is not working this morning. My computer wasn't working right. So I'm having to hold my phone. I'm like, get it together, Crystal. Get it all the way together. I understand. I'll just get your life. Get your life, Crystal. Well, we appreciate the sacrifice you have mm-hmm. made to get here today. Christy, what's going on? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I know we're going to talk about daylight savings time and all of that. It it gets real when you have to get yourself together and you also have to get your child. Yeah, it's rough. Together with that. So Listen. interesting, interesting week this week. Um, the big dog celebrated an, a, another birthday yesterday. Make sure we let yes. Rob know. Happy birthday to my husband. His yes. birthday was yesterday. Thank God for another year of life. Another for year another- of life. That's right. I forget that y'all are older than me. <laughs> you, you have to bring You don't forget. You bring it up every time. <laughs> By like point three seconds. <laughs> Listen, look, the way, the way things are going, this, this, right? the, the, look, the struggle is real. Y'all, let's go ahead and talk real quick. So daylight savings time. I have to admit that I love Growing up, I love the changing of the clock. I just, I like anything. Change, ch- I like things to change as long as I'm comfortable with it, right? And for me, the fallback was, you know, it was a sign that, you know, things were shifting. We were, we got an extra hour of sleep. Daylight savings time when we had to spring forward wasn't really a big issue for me because it was like, all right, we're going to have more daylight. I'm, I'm definitely a spring and summer type of guy. But it, I don't, I think once I hit my 40s, it just don't hit the same. Like, is, is that, am I the only one that feels that way? It just doesn't hit the same. Crystal, what, what you what you thinking? It just doesn't hit the same. As far as like just waking up in the morning. First of all, I've never been a morning person. Never. Yeah. I, so that, that, I that if the bad. morning is coming an hour earlier than it did before. <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> yes, yes, sister. We are twin souls when it comes to that. I am not a morning person. 
though I get up earlier now um, just because of Mason and everything, but I would prefer to stay in the bed. Like even right now, it's 11 o'clock and I would still rather be in the bed just chilling. Um, it, it's right. The, it would the, to me, the spring doesn't really affect me emotionally as much as the fall yeah. spring. I'm like, you know, okay, I'm tired. And I get, I get some kind of rhythm back, but in the fall that getting oh, early at four o'clock. Oh, I can't. I'm like, I'm driving home. Yeah. Like, is the this fall, my life? The fall is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. I remember it was like four 30 or something. It was like dark. I said, why is it dark at four? And I want to go to bed at four thirty. <laughs> yes, I remember. You're right. I think it's after the, when the clocks changed because they extended daylight savings time to like November or something. And when the clocks finally changed, it was like I went and laid down across the bed at five thirty and, and wanted to go to bed. Like I was like, it's time to go to bed. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, everybody? It may be a thing in the past because the Senate, which I think I know why it snowed last week because the Senate unanimously right unanimously voted to end they call it what the sun the sunshine sunshine rescue something or sunshine yeah protection something (laughs) energy some about energy i think (laughs) summertime energy protection acts i don't know (laughs) yeah that miracle signs and wonders they (laughs) together but i think i think i'm just worried that the house is going to act up because you know i it's like I don't know. They 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 so silly. I feel like the Senate is more the dignified folk, and the House is just like the just the the, the, the peoples. Just the, they, they just they go they bout about it. They like it's like it be real in those streets of the of the of the Congress. I don't know. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully they'll go ahead and pass it. And then I think the way it works is um, we'll have to fall fall back this fall will spring forward again next spring but then that's it it'll be a done deal so so how do you all feel about that i mean are you happy that they're going to possibly get rid of daylight savings i mean there are some some pros to keeping it but i'm just curious to how you feel about it I know for me, I um I didn't know how I felt about it. I think from the nostalgia of it, but I think I'm okay with it because from a practical standpoint, a lot of states are talking about changing it. And so it's just like if this this state is gonna do it. I remember living in Ohio and going to Indiana, and in the winter, the time didn't change, but then in the summer it did. It was really weird. So it was like the we we went right in the middle of daylight saving time, so the, the time like really changed in different parts of Indiana. It was it was a whole mess, and I just can't imagine that. I just can't imagine that for the rest of the country. It's like, all right, what state am I in? What time zone are they in? Okay, I, I'm just going to New Jersey. New Jersey's an hour ahead. Like I just, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine what that would be like. So just from a practical standpoint, if we're gonna do it, let's just do it and call it a day. I don't know. What about you, Crystal? I would be glad for it to stay on one and not the other. Cause like you said, I feel like I go through a roller coaster. Um, in the spring, I'm like, um, Israel, my, I wake up, my name is a whole different name. Cause I done wrestled with the angel all night long. I've been in a fight for my life. You know, <laughs> I know it's just an hour, but it seems like the end of the world to me. <laughs> and then, um, like you said, um, 
while back in in fall i feel like um i'm jonah i'm in the belly of the whale like why is it so dark in here so uh, <laughs> the biblical references i, I i'm loving it people. i'm loving it i'm, I'm like here. release me yeah i'm i'm all for it i i i yeah, I need I'm to go to the beach. Throw me up on the beach. That's where I need to be. <laughs> you know what? I think I think I think we all agree with that. We need to do a headspace on the beach. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> oh yeah, Mike. Uh, when are you going to fund mm-hmm. that? We, all right, sponsors. We need some sponsors. <laughs> we need to do a show or five or seven on the beach. So what are we doing? <laughs> Let me know. Hit a brother up. <laughs> um, right. What about you, Crystal? I mean, Christy, how do you feel about it? Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm good with it. I I do know that one of the I think our my mom was saying she was watching the news and one of the meteorologists said that one of the downsides to keeping or, or getting rid of it is that the students in the fall will be going to school and it'll be dark. Yeah. So that is a concern, you know. Um, those who take you know morning walks or, you know, that is a that's a challenge. So that's that's something to consider. But all the reasons that they instituted initially don't hold anymore. So might as well yeah. get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Mason's chiming in. It sounds like he has some opinions on it, too. Yeah. He, he was a little jacked up. His sleep was a little jacked up for a couple of days. He, he didn't know what was going on. He woke up. He woke up really, really early one morning. Then he we were like, oh, is he going to wake up the next morning? It was crazy. He was doing back and forth. So I think he's got it together now. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm glad you got it together, Mason. So, all right. So it's March Madness. This time of year is kind of cool. Do y'all have brackets out there? I have a couple of brackets. One of my brackets is not busted, actually, because I do one bracket that's like kind of it, it counts for some for some um for some upsets. And I do another bracket that like I kind of, you know, think that this is what's gonna be. How y'all's brackets looking? Y'all look did did are they working? Did y'all do brackets? Maybe that's my bracket is fine because I don't have one. We need to do a headspace. You know what? Maybe that's for next year. We'll do a headspace, a headspace bracket challenge, something. I don't know. Um, well, brackets are busted for folk. A lot of news in the sports. The baseball players are starting to play again, baseball season. Now, Chris, if I remember correctly, you're a baseball fan. Like you're kind of big into baseball, or you used to be, didn't you? No. Me? Yeah. No, basketball, not baseball. Basketball was your thing. Okay, my bad. All right, my bad. Yeah, Shavella always talks about baseball. Just it seems like it lasts forever. Well, it won't last quite as forever because the season started a little uh a little later because they were locked out. But Kevin said his bracket is busted already. Yeah, some people got busted brackets, but baseball is starting again. Um, so pretty soon we'll have the Oriole games downtown. Um, are people going to baseball games? I don't know. And let's see. Um, a lot of moves have been made with the um football. Um, it looks like uh, what's his name, D- Deshaun Watson? Um, oh yeah, I saw that. Heading to Cleveland. So I'm guessing Baker Mayfield is a done deal like that. I, I hope so. I never was a fan of Baker. I wasn't either. I just I wasn't a fan of his either. Are we gonna? Uh, since we're talking football, are we going to hold the Tom Brady discussion or are we going to talk we're about that? To. We're going to have to talk about that. I, I was getting to it. I was leading up to it. Oh, okay. Leading up to it. I don't know why. Trying... As long as the Kansas City Chiefs is there, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Oh, my gosh. 
Here we go. As long as y'all ended up, although y'all are getting a Juju, uh, Juju uh, Schuster, um, was it Juju Sister Smith? Yep. From Pittsburgh is heading down to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's going to be interesting. I mean, we need to get our act together in, in Baltimore to figure out what we're going to do with Lamar because um, all these little multi-million dollar deals that are getting cracked. Um, Deshaun Watson is a little sketchy, though, because aren't there like 20-something allegations, sexual um, allegations against him? Oh, y'all know this. I had heard yeah. a little something something about that. Yeah, there's something going on, but but then there's like there's conspiracy theories that they were kind of just setting them up so they could set him up, which I wouldn't be surprised at. But nonetheless, the biggest highlight was Tom Brady is he's he's out of retirement already. He's I know. I know. So how many days was he in retirement? I don't even know. I think somebody I think some was it 40 something? No. Yeah, it was like he, something like that, like forty something, I think it was. Yeah, I always, I always thought that forty because it had to be like it was right, like right after the Super Bowl, and it was um, February something, right? Yeah, it wasn't long. I always thought the mm-hmm. uh, retirement was a farce. I did because first of all, there were rumors out there that he had he had to stay on for one more week or else he wouldn't get some bonus money, and he just doesn't strike me as the type of person that would leave money on the table. So I just, I personally, I always thought it was a farce. I felt like there was something else going on. Perhaps him retiring would free up some salary cap money and they were able to make some transactions and then they brought him back. I just, I, I, I never thought that his retirement was, um, I thought it was a big ruse. I thought it was to make the NFL relevant and yeah. I'm over Tom Brady. You sometimes, you know, at, what, what was the uh, country singer's name who just passed recently? You got to know when to hold him, when to fold him. Rogers. Kenny Rogers? Kenny Rogers. Kenny yeah. Rogers passed? When did Kenny Rogers pass? Oh, my gosh, Michael. Like two years ago. Lord, I forgot that Kenny Rogers didn't pass. So many, so many, so many did. I mean, it was a lot these last I know. Years. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he passed during, the, I think, in 2020. Yeah, he did. I remember. Yeah. But you gotta know when to hold them, fold them, and walk away. Just yeah, right when the um, pandemic he, was really starting to, to. Yeah, he should have retired the year before last when they won the Super Bowl. Well, he, oh, so here's my question. Here's take my a page question. from Ray Lewis. Lee, why you on top? Well, but see, here's the thing. Ray Lewis was starting to look his age. Tom Brady's not really looking his age. Like I don't care about the looks. He's still 44, 43, 44. So why are you trying to rob him of his blessing? He can Sorry. be the oldest man to Sorry. play. And if he wants to be the Methuselah of, of football, <laughs> let the man be the – you just robbing people of their joy. Okay. I think he needs to go have a seat somewhere and let somebody else shine. Enough, Tom Brady, I'm over him. Well, what about – I mean, Aaron Rodgers the same thing. I'm I feel the same him. way about Aaron Rodgers. He looks, he looks like a walking, like, just, like, fly trap. He just looks a mess. He just looks just, just slimy and slimy. And, huh? I feel same, the same way about Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. Enough. Oh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Um, Kevin just reminded us that Russell Wilson. Um, that's interesting because I hear that wasn't very. Uh, that wasn't a very good situation that Russell Wilson found himself in in Seattle, and he ended up getting traded to the Broncos. That's interesting. A lot of things are happening. Yeah. 
A lot of moving. Mm -hmm. That's what moving. All right, y'all. What you say, Christy? I just said that's what makes the NFL interesting, even off season. Even off season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So I was mentioning earlier, just I, I woke up this morning and heard the, the bees. Uh, well, I don't think I heard bees buzzing, but I did hear the birds chirping. And last night I heard the crickets cricketing. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing, but it's going to be a thing today. So every time that that just it gives me a whole just a whole sense of happiness uh, it reminds me of just being a kid and knowing that um, the summer was on the horizon because the weather's starting to, to warm up and, you know, we're in this situation where we could put away the sweaters and the jackets and, well, the coats and the boots, and we can kind of start moving towards T-shirts and flip-flops. <laughs> so um, one of the things that I was thinking about is this is a time of year where we do what we call spring cleaning. And it's time to do some spring cleaning. And you know what's funny is spring cleaning is always nice because what it does is it allows us to put ourselves in a position where um, all the stuff that's accumulated because we were in the house longer uh, for the winter, just all that stuff can, can accumulate it. We can actually have an opportunity to kind of freshen up things, make things brighter, um, let the, the house air out. All those things are great. And one of the things I realized was that not only do we need to do that for our physical house, we need to do that for our mental house and our emotional houses, spring cleaning. And so one of the things I challenge you all is we are in the midst of the springtime to take some time to do some spring cleaning, right? Um, around this time of year, uh, you know, my birthday's in a month. And uh, one of the things that I like to do around this time of year is just really start going through the, um, the expectations that I've set for the previous year. What are some things that I believe that I'm supposed to do and get done and have have happening and kind of go through those and start saying, all right, this is what I did. This is what I did. What's the progress on this and that and all those things. Another thing that I like to do is I like to take um, and start looking at my address book and looking at my Facebook uh, profile and the people that I've, you know, accepted as friends and have them in my circle and start asking the question, has this this person made a positive um, influence, influence or impact on where it is that I believe that God has taken me. And if I can't answer yes to that, then I actually do something that's that that's gotten easier through the years. And I kind of pull them out of that space of mine because that space is very it's very important. Um, I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I'm recognizing the importance of making sure that I am putting the right people in the right place in the right space because. I got there are things I got to do. There's 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 things that I believe God has set me on to this earth to still do, and other things become a distraction. And so there's some folk who are going to get unfriended over the next next few weeks. And the the reason being is that they haven't made a positive contribution to what it is that's supposed to be happening. Now I don't just go and just unfriend anybody that I haven't talked to, but more so if they've been a person that's caused this angst 
um, some of their postings, every time I see them on my on my um, on my timeline, they cause problems with me or they just kind of make me feel some kind of way. And not because they don't agree with me, but just because their energy is just kind of crazy. It's it just doesn't even come across. One of the things that we um, established Headspace for was to provide a forum forum where we could actually express different points of view. And yes, you may not necessarily agree with everything I say, but one of the things that you can know is that I'm going to take some time to give you an opportunity to express how you feel. And, you know, if you can come to me with a rational argument, we could talk all day about it. I still may not end up agreeing with where you're at, but guess what? I at least know that we had an intellectual and an academic and an educated conversation about it, and we understand each other's point of view, and we're able to articulate each other's point of view. Those are questions you got to ask. So as you're thinking about, you know, the physical house and making sure you air things out, there's some things that we have to do spiritually. We got to just do some spring cleaning. You know, um, one of the things I would check into is uh, how is your devotion life? Like what are you spending any quiet time in meditation? Um, you know, are you spending some time just seeking the, the Lord's face on what it is that you're supposed to be doing and, and how, having him really kind of direct you? Those are all the questions that we need to be asking as we're doing our spring cleaning setting up an atmosphere. Maybe this is a time where you can start readjusting your schedule, looking at your calendar and seeing what are you putting in your calendar and that should be there. Is it really having an impact on what should be happening? Or is this something that I maybe need to take out? Maybe there's some time that you actually need to block out. There's a point in my calendar that I call it power hour. And power hour is a dedicated hour where I specifically do some work towards my business. Uh, and I'm talking about my 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 um, coaching business where I actually take time to do intentional about the hour that I spend doing that. There are times in my calendar where I actually have blocked off for planning, where I'm just sitting down and I'm, I'm planning through my week. There's a there's a time where I actually make sure I put on my calendar time to do my devotions or even if I get caught up in the hustle and bustle an alarm goes off and reminds me, you know what, you need to do this because this is important for where it is that you have to go. All of those things are necessary in order to make sure that you get to where you're supposed to get to. And to that end, this is my heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. All right now, so we got some things that have been happening in the news. Christy, there was a principal down south mm -hmm. that decided that he wanted to read a book to the children at the elementary school. Which is nothing wrong with that, right? No, I think it's great that the principal wanted to read a book to the children. Yeah. In the elementary school. I think that is awesome. Mm-hmm. However. How? This so not, never. This was not the cat in the hat, was it? It was not. Hmm. It was not Mother May I Please? It was not. It was not the Mysteries of Curious George or anything like that? No. What was the title of this book? The title of the book was called I Need a New Butt. Okay. Yes. 
Toby Price, the now former assistant principal at Gary Grove Elementary. Pause, pause, pause. He's he's the what? He's the what? What's his title? The, the now former <laughs> assistant principal. Yeah. Uh, the book is ranked 34th in Amazon's top 10 100 books. And it has a reading age for six to ten year olds. I need a new butt. It's a boy, it's a, bu a book about a boy who notices his bottom has a huge crack. Wait. <laughs> I'll give you a moment. <laughs> Those that are listening on the podcast, I am sorry that you're not able to see Crystal's expressions because she is giving us all types of life right now. Okay, he, he, he discovers that his 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 what do you say his bottom has his a, bottom a, has a crack. Okay. Okay, and um, so the principal decides to read this book, and when he was interviewed, you know, they asked him, "What were you thinking? Why would you choose to read this book?" He said, wasn't a lot of thought put into it. I just grabbed the book that I had nearby and knew that they would love it. And the kids did love it. He was right about that. They loved it. They thought it was very funny. And they kept on, you know, coming up to him and talking about how much they enjoyed the reading time. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was forced to resign or ter be terminated. He made a decision that he would be terminated uh, because he didn't want to acquiesce that he had done something wrong. So yeah, he was he was fired. Price read phrases he like planned it. That's hmm? you want me to read? Wait a minute, wait a minute. The book included these phrases. Uh a fart blew his butt apart and split it clean in two. Yeah. So I I get the humor of the book, right? For like 10 year olds, I'd say like my uh, little Mike's age, right? You know, it's funny in your home, maybe with the, you know, cousins or whatever, you just having fun. But, sir, you're a whole assistant principal, educated clearly. You got your degrees, I'm sure. Why would you think this was appropriate for the school? Like, and especially in the climate of today, everybody feels some type of way about something. I, I, I'm going to stop talking. Crystal and Mike, the floor is yours. Crystal, what you got to say? I don't think y'all want me to talk. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> First of all, I think he grabbed it from the pile of do not read. He just didn't notice that. You know, he probably had a pile of unsentient books that they are not supposed to ever, not ever, not never read. And um, that or he planned it. Like he was like, you know what? I'm over this job. I don't know how to get out. With the bang. Yeah. So and that's why he chose to be fired so he can get unemployment. Because yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I mean, you get unemployment when you get fired, as opposed to just you know resigning Quitting, yep. a little harder. So, all right. This is this probably is going to be an unpopular opinion. I. I would not have chosen to do that. Now, let, let me make sure we're clear. I would not have done that. I think that I'm a little too conservative when it comes to things like that. Um, so therefore, I would not do it. However, I don't necessarily know that he did anything wrong. Um, I would 
I mean, I would, I would, I would actually take the. Um, I think he actually has some recourse that he may actually get paid out of this because he didn't do anything wrong. It was a kid's book. What are the rules? Like, I guess, I guess for me, where I'm stuck at is, well, what are the rules of engagement? Because I'm just all types of confused. Because I'm just like, well, what are we allowed to talk about? What are we not allowed to talk about? This is appropriate. That's appropriate. This is not appropriate. So then, what what are we what are we doing? Like, what what where are we at? Like, what are we doing? I guess that's where I'm at. I'm just at what point? Yeah, you're right, Christy. At this stage in the game, where everybody gets offended by everything, right? You know, I think that we need to get we need to stop with that. I think that that may be something that we need to evaluate. But this, I don't know what he did wrong. Besides, it was it was inappropriate, sure. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what he was thinking. Like I said, I don't think it's necessarily anything wrong with the book. I think it was the setting in which he decided to read it. I, yeah. I have not read this book based upon just a few phrases that were used. I, it's probably a very funny book. You know, I, I'm getting that that vibe from the article, but I just would not have read it in that environment. That just, it's just, you know, no. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's crazy. Yeah. What so, kind yeah. of school district is it? Is it like a real like what kind of school district is it? Now that that I'm not sure about. I don't know what type of district. I mean, it's it's in uh, North Carolina. Um. <laughs> so you know, there's that. But... Ah, Mark said, evidently, I've had the same problem the author has. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure it's about like discovering, you know, discovery, you know, I mean, if you think about it, if you're a kid, I mean, we all know what the butt is for and all of that, mm -hmm. but you think about it, it's kind of weird, you know, and you, you, it's, a, I guess, a funny way to learn about your body and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's the setting or if he wanted to do that in that setting, then it should have been some kind of permission slip. They went home that, you know, said, okay, we want to discuss this. I mean, I don't, I know they don't do health classes anymore in school, right? So I, don't I remember. Know. You're right. We had, we had to get a permission slip for the health class. Didn't we? Right. So, you know, I don't know. Just my, my sister's watching and she, she didn't engage on the, or the, the, on Facebook, but she just sent me a message, a text message that said, poor judgment. <laughs> Absolutely. It was, it, I think it probably was poor mm -hmm. judgment. Uh, Speaking of poor but judgment. But then you got the thing too. Now I went. Yeah. Go ahead, Crystal. I went to, you know, I went to private schools. So private Christian school, like you said, Becca curriculum. Um, I don't know if you remember Pilgrim's Progress. Did you read Pilgrim's Progress? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. That book scared me. Like it was very scary. And the pictures were like so graphic. I mean, it wasn't nothing um like nasty, but it talked about like um, like, I guess basically demons and things like that along the way. And like, and I, I know that's nowhere near about anything being inappropriate, but there's also other things that scare you as a child, you know? Um, um, what was the, the rapture movie that we used to watch? They used to oh make everybody God. watch. A whole bunch of them. But, um, what, the old school one, the new school one was left behind, but the old school one was, what was yes. it? In the heat of the night or in, not in the heat of the night, in the... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a rapture. <laughs> no, that's not a rapture. 
Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. It Wrong kind of rapture. So that thing scared me. That thing, I was saving yes. one again. Like, I just, I, and every time I watch Left Behind, I do the prayer. I do the prayer every time. Like, Lord. Like, Lord, Lord, please, Lord, am I in alignment, Lord? Yep. <laughs> every time I watch those movies. I always think that. That's true, though. You know what? I think that maybe so, what's wrong with these things now, because they need that. They yeah. Need so, that. <laughs> so there's, I mean, some things, you know, they're they're great. They're great learning tools. But like you said, um, everybody takes it differently, you know, so. Um, and maybe he was reading it because, I'm sorry, I walked in the store past some of these young people. And when I say young, I'm talking 20 and under. And I want to tell them, have you gone past any water today or this week? You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> so that could have been. <laughs> she took it a whole nother uh, route just now. Flag on the play. <laughs> what? You said you want to find young people. You mute my mic. Just mute me. <laughs> have they gone past any water? Is that what you have? Uh-oh, we lost I can't, you. I really can't hear you now. We lost you. Crystal, our producer, said, I think it was meant to be funny, just like most Dr. Seuss books. Yes, Dr. Dr. Seuss books were meant to be. I, I, think, I don't think any of us are denying that it was it was probably it's probably a decent book. I may even buy it for Mason. But <laughs> it um, but at the same time, he just, yeah, I want to get more information on what he was thinking, why he thought that was okay. Um it's just, it's just interesting. Um, but but speaking of bad judgment, oh, there was gosh. something that happened in North Carolina. Mississippi. Um, oh, it was Mississippi too. I thought it was North Carolina. It was no, North Carolina was the um, book. Mississippi oh, the book was happened in North Carolina. Carolina. Mississippi was the, oh, that makes it even, oh, no. Yeah. So the kid, Christy, help set me up with this one. So what were the kids doing, the students doing a lesson in the slave trade or what happened with slavery? Like, were they trying to to get experiential lesson in, in slavery or something? So let's tell the folks what happened first. Okay, all right. So there were apparently a group of students at this Mississippi school who decided they wanted to uh, do a simulation of a slave trade. And they were slave masters who were white and there were black students who were being sold. At the slave at the slave auction. This is in 2022. Yeah, this just this happened just now. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, uh, a parent obviously made complaint to the school board and the school about what happened, and uh, they what are they calling it? Uh, racial bullying is what it was called. But this is the as my mother would say the coup d'état. This is the coup d'etat. When the mother asked her son, the black mother asked her son, she said, I asked my son, why didn't he tell me? He responded with, mom, it wasn't a big deal. This moment in my son's early life has already made him question, wait a minute, let me go back. She said, um, I'm a mother who had to, had to explain to my son why being auctioned as a slave is unacceptable. So, so excuse me, am I, 
I'm going to back up. I'm going to step away from the, the students that participated. I'm going to step away from the school. At this point, I'm trying to figure out why this young black boy didn't know there was anything wrong with that. So I blame the mom, the parent. I, I can't understand how a student, a black child does not know that's something wrong with that. What are you not teaching? Because it starts at home. But that blew me away. Mom, it wasn't a big deal. They sold one of them for $350. And one of the white students said, uh, let me get this quote. I got to quote it because y'all just not going to believe me. Um, it says his friend went for $350 and another student was a slave master because he, quote, knew how to handle them. <laughs> what is going on in these homes? Black homes, white homes, what is going on? So, mm, mm, I don't know where to begin. I, wh where's that? What, well, what about the school administrators? Like, so this, the school administration let this go on? Uh, let me see. I, I mean, they didn't know about it initially. Um, so the kids were having a slave trade and they, wow, that, that sounds about right. Cause people don't pay attention to what's going on in their kids' computers and stuff. How old are these children? Is this high school? This is, it doesn't say, let me, let me see, because it just talks about, it says the district, it's the um, Chatham County School District, and I uh, don't see where, I'm sorry, no, this was K through eight, so these were middle schoolers, I'm, I'm assuming. So they're talking about this, somebody in eighth grade or, or younger said, I know how to handle them. What is going on? Yeah. So the, the kids did it on their own or the teachers? From the article that I've read, I the kids did it on their own. I don't see anything that says that the, the parent, I mean, sorry, the teachers or administrators had anything to do with this uh, simulation. Um, yeah. It was a student. So whose idea? Who? Somebody was watching something at home or hearing some kind of conversation at wow. home to inspire this. Yeah, I, that's sad. Uh, yikes. Well, I think, so I will say this. I think that the further away you get from that, the further away people are from um, just realizing the impact and the ramifications of that. The three of us grew up in a home where we were taught and we went to schools that, well, I know, yeah, we went to schools for the most part that taught taught this situation there is a faction of of kids that are growing up that don't know anything about that like they just don't so mike i don't think it's the further away we get from it i think it's the less we teach on it well that's a part of it i think that's the same thing i think what i'm saying is that we're yes. not we're, we're so far removed from it that even the teaching of it just doesn't make sense there's a there's a um there's a there's a generation that's that's gone that's like basically not not really here and present in the education system that would make sure that that stuff was remembered. And I think and I think that happens across the board. I think that we're noticing an insensitivity to things, not only slavery, but insensitivity to the Holocaust, right? Mm -hmm. um, we, we notice an insensitivity to, um, I mean, there's other things that have come up through history. Those are the two main ones that I'm thinking of. So I don't know. Um, Mark Moore said, I'm always amazed at how the next generation does not know or understand the history of this country, which is why they don't want to teach race theory. Yeah, I think that, that that's a big part of it.
But this is why we keep repeating the same issues. Like, it's like you have to teach it. I mean, the systemic racism is alive and well, having babies every day. So, yeah, like, you don't, that's why we're getting away, we're getting away from it and it's getting worse. I agree with, I do agree with that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm no, just I know. saying that yeah. I just, I think that we, we got to get back into it and really let people understand because we're going to make the same mistakes. I remember when I um, went to Israel and there was this movement around and it basically said, never forget. It was always everything, everything we went to was like, just never forget. And it went, they didn't even go back to the Holocaust. They went even beyond that to like when the Maccabeans sat, you know, destroyed Jerusalem I mean, the different through the centuries, how Jerusalem was conquered and stuff like that. And their whole, their whole premise was um, we can never go back to that those moments of disunity because it was in those moments of disunity that that the enemy was able to pillage us because we weren't unified right and so there was this movement of just we can never forget it we have to remind ourselves and they make sure that it's actively you know memorialized that they remember it and i agree with you christy we even though we can get more sophisticated we can get you know more seat and, and we can we can actually have our butts with the crack in it on um you know more seats of power we still gotta we still gotta make sure people remember like remember so we don't go back to it because it's it's getting kind of scary it's getting kind of tricky and then we have to teach our children that it's okay to stand up and say no i think sometimes they want to fit in or they want to do what everybody else is doing especially like in the social media or social um climate period they want to be included so yeah. they're like oh well i'm the slave i play the slave role you need to say yeah. no 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 we don't do that no more the white yeah. people are not going to do this and we are not going to do that you know instead yeah. of just going along with it and agreeing um so they can get along with their friends or whatever it may be you yeah. know there has to be like no one wants to stand up and be different anymore no one wants to mm-hmm. to stand up for what's right and what's wrong you know so what? Let's, let's continue that thought. Children. Let's continue that thought and take a quick break, Crystal. We're gonna take a quick break and come back because I want I want to talk some more about that. Go ahead, Crystal. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The headspace of Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of those controversial topics, from the serious to the silly, to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Crystal, you bring up a good point about no one wants to stand up or stand up. Talk talk a bit more about that because you actually said something that was really um, was very interesting and it kind of it kind of hit me a little bit. You're muted, though. Okay, there. <laughs> um, I was just saying that, you know, people need to realize and teach their children to not be afraid to stand up. For whether it's wrong or right, you need to stand up, have principles, have standards, and stand on the fact and say, no, I'm not going to be a slave like my ancestors did that. I'm not going to even pretend to play that role, you know? Um, and this is not right. Instead of wanting to fit in. I think sometimes 
people want to fit in so badly that they'll do whatever it takes just mm -hmm. to play. Mm -hmm. mm. Do you think that was the issue here? Or do you think it really was they just didn't know any better? Well, they're young. Eighth grade and under. They're yeah. very impressionable. They're very young. Yeah. And um, depending upon like when they, you know, um, if they're accepted at home, if they even have friends outside of school, um, you'll know what type of the other social environments they have. If you think about the last two years, a lot of kids have been going to school online. Mm -hmm. So if they're finally back in the environment where they get to go to classes, actually see other people, do other things, of course you want to fit in. I'm just, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. That may not be the reasoning why, but I'm sure it played a role in it at some point in time. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're gonna have to because say why did it go on for so long? Like, why didn't some kids say no? You know, somebody yeah. in order for them to have this whole organization, they're actually bidding. There's people who say, "Oh, I know how to handle them." This and that, da da. There's some. It had to go on for a while. Someone mm -hmm. at some point could have said no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that. I think that. Hopefully, my prayer is that some more discussion goes into this, and that they don't just sweep this under the rug. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really have much, and, and I'm sorry for my Mississippi, my Mississippi fans. I just don't have much faith in the, right now, historically, a lot of the deep South, um, the deep South way they're going, they're trying to erase any type of um, teachings on um, the fact that white was not always right. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You know, if, if a person is made to feel uncomfortable, I think that's the law in Florida. If they're made to feel uncomfortable about it, then it's all of a sudden becoming illegal. And um, I just don't have faith in, you know, I look at how bad it was down there in um, in Mississippi before. I don't have faith that they're going to do the right thing when it comes to getting those things taught. And we're going to have a generation that's going to be so far removed from it that it's going to happen and something's going to happen and they're not going to know what hit them. I honestly think that's actually what happened um, I actually think that's something that happened this summer or last summer with the George Floyd situation, that that there were people who were so sheltered away from what was happening that because they saw it and you couldn't deny it, like you just couldn't deny it. Like there was, there, I mean, sure, there could have been media, there, there was media spin on, you know, people's responses to it and stuff like that. But the video didn't lie. Like the video showed us what happened. Mm -hmm. And I think that what happened was people actually were like, whoa, I can't run from this. I have to deal with this. And I think, unfortunately, it's going to take more and more of those situations before people start seeing that. Just like I think the situation with um, school shootings, I think until they actually start getting actual footage of what these situations look like and they start getting footage of the, of the, the students that are making these issues, that's when all of a sudden people are going to start acting. And let me tell you why I know that to be true. Because the opioid crisis had been an opioid crisis for decades. All you had to do in here in Baltimore is go down towards Lexington Market. And you saw all the people with the lean right around the clinic. And they had the lean. But all of a sudden it became an issue because the right person's kids died of an overdose. And now all of a sudden it's an issue. And so now all of a sudden we, we got this desire to fix things because you're not impacted. And I think that what we're experiencing right now is that if it's not touching you, then it's not mm -hmm. an issue. And that bothers me. Mm -hmm. If it's not touching you, it's not an issue. 
We're telling you, I tell you that I actually was in a situation where I'm, I think back to it now, it is the grace of God that I'm still alive. I was coming home from grad school in Ohio. Crystal, you know exactly, coming from Columbus, coming from Ohio State, into Cedarville, South Charleston, got pulled over, was talking to Shavella on the phone. Mm. Was talking to her on the phone like I always do. We were, we were best friends. Talking to her on the phone, got pulled over, and the, the cop knew there was nothing wrong with me. Pulled mm-hmm. me over. Turns out that I had a, a um my license my my plates were um suspended. My license was suspended, but it was because of a ticket I had in Indianapolis that I had paid, but they hadn't sent the information to Ohio to say I had paid it. Keep in mind, I was five minutes from my house. Wow. I was five minutes from my house. Mm. He had two choices. He could have just said, well, you know what? You're going to have to sit here and wait till somebody picks you up because I cannot let you drive on a suspended license and you get it resolved tomorrow. Or he could have taken me in. And guess what he chose to do? He chose to arrest me with a gun Mm -hmm. and take me and get me booked Mm -hmm. in Springfield City Jail. For five hours, I sat there. Wow. The intake officer said, I don't even know why you're here, Mr. Dorsey. They dropped the case because it was stupid. But had I something happened to me, what would the narrative have been? Well, he should have resi- he shouldn't have resisted arrest. Because there were no cameras. Mm-hmm. If you didn't see it happen, I was telling I was not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And this is not a hate the police officers. I think there are right. thousands times more great cops than there are bad ones. But like else, a couple of rotten ones spoils the whole bunch. And unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with. And there were some great mm-hmm. people who were awesome people who meant well. And I, I even believe it. There were slave owners who just didn't know any better. They did not know any better. It was a part of what they did. Mm-hmm. They did not know any better. I get it. I get all that. But once you found out that that was wrong, you needed to stop and you were complicit. And there are things that are happening in the world right now that are happening because of what happened back then. So y'all want to go ahead and not teach it. Well, y'all need to stop. That's that, that's me just on my soapbox. Y'all done got me on my soapbox today. Hey, it needed to be said. It needed to be said. I think this is a good time for some, a break. Don't you think, Mike? Yeah, probably. We probably need a break. <laughs> Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. Uh-oh. I don't know what that was about, but okay. All right, y'all. So thank you for indulging me on my little soapbox. All right. So um, y'all get your jobs. They are, there's a big push to get, to get people back at the workplace. And I know here in the state of Maryland, we have incentive, like we have like, look, get to the point where um, some of the, the longstanding standards of employment have actually been lowered. Uh, for instance, there were jobs that that required a degree, and you don't you don't have to have a four year degree now to get them. And it's not all jobs, but 
there are some jobs, uh, a number of them actually, that are available. And I, I know that's here in the state of Maryland. I'm not sure if that's the case in other states. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Like, what are y'all's thoughts on the adjustment of um, adjustment of requirements in order to get to get people in in the workplace? Well, I was. Um, I, I have to admit, I was shocked when I saw that come across the interwebs this week about Maryland no longer requiring the uh, college degree for some of the state jobs. I, I think it's great in some ways. Uh, it provides opportunity. I do believe there are a lot of people out here who want to work and who were not qualified based upon the former requirements to even apply for the jobs. So I think it's good for opportunity for some people. I know there are some people who um, are like, well, they kind of link this to the whole, well, then give me back, don't then cancel my, 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 my since you're not requiring, you know, degrees for certain jobs anymore Then you know, I paid for this or I'm paying for this student loan, you know, for nothing. So, yeah. I mean, I can see how some people are linking that to that. Um, then my question is, okay, so if you don't need a degree for some jobs, then the ones that you need master's degrees for is, a, a four-year degree okay for that like are you lowering everything i, I know it's just selected jobs right now but i'm just wondering how far this will go yeah it's a good question crystal what are your thoughts on it um i think it's a good thing like you said sometimes there are people who were not able to go to school but they're definitely hard workers and some and some experience is invaluable as far as you can be taught how to throw a baseball, but to actually know how to throw it, it's two totally different things. Mm -hmm. And um, I think sometimes, um, like right now, we need people who can actually do the job and are willing and wanting to consistently show up um, and get the job done mm -hmm. as opposed to, um, do you have the degree? And do you have this and do you have that? Because I think sometimes, and I'm not saying all the time, I think sometimes some of the degrees come with entitlement. Mm -hmm. where um, the workers feel like, oh, I need to come in as a vice president or I need to come in as this level and I want to get paid this. And it's like, well, if you get paid that, if you if you come in at a nine and the top is a 10, where are you expecting to go? How long were you even expecting to work here? Mm -hmm. And if you have to be trained for that position, if it takes us a year to train you to do this job and then you're going to walk away in six months, then where are we at? We're right back at square one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, as as a person who is a hiring manager myself with the state of Maryland, um, those are things that we, we're constantly I actually have a position that we're in the process of doing a recruitment for now, too. And yeah, there's a lot of those questions. But what I will say is that there are some safeguards in it. For instance, um, you know, a person gets hired in, there's a probation period, right? So there's a period where they get, you know, it's not etched in stone whether or not they can stay. You know, if they if they're not meeting the requirements of the job, then you know what? Then we have to figure out. And what I will tell you is that more often than not, um, one of the things that I always tell people is, look, we we have a person who's willing and able. Can what can we do to kind of salvage that? Or is there somewhere else we can put them in the organization where they actually may be a better fit? You know, and I think that I think that having policies like this will kind of um, 
reshape and help us rethink how we do how we do work you know um just because of you know if, if, if you're a good talent why am i throwing talent away just because they can't fit this box right exactly. let's, exactly. let's 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 figure out how to make this talent work and you know along the way what i may find out is that actually they were what we needed and we didn't even know we needed it right so Anyway, y'all go ahead. There's a lot of opportunities out there. If you are looking for a job, there are a lot of initiatives to get folk working. And these are not just just dumpy jobs either. These, I mean, there's some there's some cool jobs out there because there was a lot that's happened. There was a great resignation. You had a lot of baby boomers that decided that it was time to retire. And so they kind of stepped out of those roles. There's a shift going on. Um, I know... Um, there's a lot of opportunities out there. So if you're looking for a job, do not give up hope because I believe there's something out there for you. So that was a good discussion, Christy. All right, let's go take our last break and get on out of here. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head -head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to all our little friends. <laughs> all right, everybody. It was a great show. As always, it's always great to see you. Thank you for joining me in the virtual uh, broadcast booth, Christy and Crystal. Crystal, I hope you are able to find that hour and uh, get your life together for the next <laughs> rest of the weekend. Mason um, looked like he found, his, uh, he found his little nook and cranny. And uh, we got to go ahead and make sure... When he gets up, we read to him. Um, uh, <laughs> I need a new butt. I need a new butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Kevin, for your continuous support. Thank you all for your support and uh, just keeping us through here. We really enjoy what we do. We enjoy these conversations. Topic ideas, by always, we are always ready and willing to take them. And if you're interested in coming on as a guest to talk about something, let me know. Headspace DM at Headspace DM and all social media platforms, and we'll get to you. With that being said, I wish you all of God's blessings that he has for you and then some. I wish you all some peace that only he can provide until we shall meet again. I love you all. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week. <laughs>